Welcome to The Inner Room, a study where we review highlights on daily scriptures and focus on the instructions and examples they provide to learn mastery of our emotions, to guide us in our spiritual journey, to learn to pray, worship, and listen to God's will for our lives. In today's Gospel reading, Jesus teaches us the Our Father. He instructs the disciples to not pray like the pagans who babble and use many words. Do not be like them, says Jesus. Your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. Isn't that an interesting thing that our Father in Heaven knows what we need? And yet, just like a child asking the Father causes the Father or the Mother to delight in knowing that you can do something for them. Our Father in Heaven knows what we want what we need before we ask Him. The Our Father has seven petitions. We bless God's name. We ask for His kingdom to come. We ask for His will be done here and in heaven. We ask for daily bread. We ask for forgiveness and our forgiveness measured in the way we forgive others. We ask not to be led into temptation, and we ask to be delivered from evil. All of these petitions to our Father are the function of our walk in His Spirit, that we are His daughters and His sons in the holiness of His name, that Around us, we can see darkness or difficulties that we don't understand, and we ask for His kingdom to come. That, in spite of difficulties or when we lose our way, we want to align our will with the will of the Father. That we know our Father is going to give us what we need today. We know we're going to fail, so we need to ask forgiveness. And we know others are going to fail us, so we have to forgive them. And we know that evil and temptation are part of our walk. So we ask our Lord to be with us. In the psalm for today, we talk about distress. Psalm 34 says, From all their distress, God rescues the just. Here in our city of Houston, we just experienced such a terrible freeze. Everybody has been reeling from it. And hundreds of thousands of houses flooded with burst pipes. So in the midst of our difficulties, we glorify the Lord, we extol His name, we seek answers, we ask Him to deliver us from our fears, we look at God to find our, our joy, and we ask Him to save us from all the distress, to rescue us in the middle of difficulties. We cry out to Him in thanksgiving for the things that we do have, and we pray for the ones that we don't. And the reading from the first the first reading for today from Isaiah 55 is just two verses, but it's one of my favorite ones. It was assigned to me once at a retreat to meditate on. It says, just, just as from the heavens the rain and the snow come down, so appropriate for what we just experienced, and they do not return there till they've watered the earth, making it fertile and fruitful, giving seed to the one who sows, bread to the one who eats, Look what God says. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. 
it shall not return to me void, but shall do my will, achieving the end for which I sent it. This is such a beautiful verse to meditate on. The word of God never returns without fruit. When God makes a promise to you and to me, he will deliver it. I am in the middle of one of those moments. I prayed for a long time, for a couple of decades, to be able to work with my father, who has the same profession as I do. But we lived on both sides of the Atlantic. He lived in Europe, I lived in the States. And that never truly came to pass, except for a couple of magical moments and a couple of projects that are dear to my heart, but never really in an extended way. And even though I prayed for that for a couple of decades, it never happened. My father died, and it was very hard for me to reconcile that I wasn't getting something that I prayed so ardently for. So fast forward five years after my father dies, my son is finishing school, same profession, and these is what I got to do yesterday. I got to be at one of the reviews of my son's project. And I got to participate in such a full way that when I finished giving my comments to the projects, and I was my son was the last one, I had to really touch on the greatness and the sacredness of that moment that included a promise made by God to me in my heart. So I had to celebrate it with the students and say, you know, sometimes you have to look at the events that happen in your life and realize when you're in, the mo in a moment that is sacred. So if God has made a prom promise to you at another moment, make sure that you write it. Make sure that you keep it in your heart. Make sure that you remember that God fulfills his covenants. So let us go to the throne. Father Almighty, your word never returns void once you send it. Remind us of our promises if we forget them. Give us your hope, Father. Enlarge our faith. Make it deeper, Father. Enlarge our love in the middle of our distress, in the middle of our difficulties, when we don't know where to go or how to put one foot in front of the other. Be our guide, Father. Be our light, Father. Be our strength, Father. We ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the inner room, Emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.